Happy Tuesday, everyone. It's time for Downtown Dish. I'm your host, Julie Townsend. Uh, Today, I'm going to promote the two events that are happening this week. Actually, tonight, May 16th, is Tasty Tuesday. So if you are listening today, uh, you're probably, uh, hopefully, on your way to downtown Lakeland for uh, participation in our Tasty Tuesday event. That's from 4.30 to 9. You buy tickets to uh, sample all the great um, tastes from our restaurants, our bars, and our sweet shops. Uh, you can find information about Tasty Tuesday and all of our other events at downtownlkld.com or social media at downtownlkld. Uh, this Friday, uh, we're going for third time's a charm. Uh, this is the third time that we have attempted to uh, put on our festive flicks with Lakeland Moonwalk as our sponsor. Uh, weather has interrupted both of the other two, so we're hoping third time's a charm. Uh, bring the family out on May 19th to the Francis Langford Promenade Amphitheater. Uh, that is, um, you can park there by uh, the, the Lakeland Community Theater, uh, Barnett Park, uh, the Magnolia Building, all of those parking lots are accessible for this event. And just bring down the fam- bring the family down to watch Sing 2. So that will be uh, May 19th. It starts at 7 p.m. I want to make sure that the movie is nice and dark out for the movie. Actually, it probably won't even be dark at 7. So it may actually start a little later than that. But get out there early. Scope out your spot. There'll be some uh, popcorn and other refreshments that'll be sold by Lakeland Moonwalk. And so we appreciate their sponsorship and hope that... Uh, we're not, we're not going to do it again. If this one gets canceled, <laughs> we're just going to chalk it up to uh, the universe was just not in the mood for this particular event in, uh, in downtown. So today's uh, show isn't really downtown focused, um, but it's a very important topic that I learned about at one of the neighborhood, uh, the city's neighborhood association meetings, their quarterly meetings. And I met these, uh, the, my two guests today at that meeting and thought that it was really an important topic that we are talking about nationally. I know we're talking about it locally, uh, but this sort of gives them the platform to really speak about it in depth. And that is uh, mental health. Uh, so May is actually National Mental Health Awareness Month. And so my guest today... Um, and now I've totally forgot how to see, I said it was so easy. <laughs> I'm going to try. Just give me the chance. John and Lynn Repetowski. Very good. Repetowski, um, are my guests today and they are volunteers with the, uh, National Alliance on Mental Illness, uh, the Polk County, um, division. What is that? Chapter. Oh, chapter. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Chapter. And, um, NAMI is is the short shorthand version of that. NAMI is the National Alliance of Mental Illness. Uh, is the national is the nation's largest grassroots mental health organization dedicated to building better lives for millions of Americans affected by mental illness. So thank you, Lynn and John, for being here. Well, You're thank welcome. you for having us. Yes. So I don't. I mean, I I don't want to drone on about. Um, you know, my particular questions, because I know that you have a lot of information to share, but give us, uh, NAM, NAMI, NAMI is a fully volunteer organization, correct? Yes, it is. Um, NAMI has been in existence in the United States probably since the early 70s. Um, locally, um, our chapter, I remember going to meetings 
Let's see, I took my daughter and she would do her homework during the speaker <laughs> meetings. So that was probably 17 years ago. Mm. And I was just interested because um, my, my, my job is mental health counseling, but my passion and my love is NAMI. Mm. I really enjoy the work and the people I've met through NAMI. So you do this professionally, and then also in your spare time you do this. Yes, I do. Wow, that's and a I, lot. And I refer to my husband as a recovering social worker. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> what was your what, well? What was your background, John? My uh, my background is a is as she mentioned. I'm a clinical social worker, and since my retirement, um, I work both inpatient, outpatient, mental health systems, substance abuse, uh, education. And I, and uh, Lynn first introduced me to NAMI about six years ago, and at that time I was not interested in it because I didn't really know all the things that NAMI did on a national level, and what the, and what they were trying to do on a on a local level. Uh, but over the past six years, I've come to come to fall in love with NAMI too, and I really enjoy uh, the process. Mm-hmm. It, it is a process. Uh, we don't do therapy. Um, we do what we call education, and 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 referrals. And, and we we have different programs that we'll talk about in a few minutes that we help family members, this loved ones, caregivers, and any any other significant others who are involved in the welfare of, of a loved one who has some type of mental illness, helping them navigate the system to get the help that they need, uh, to get the help, the understanding that they need to, 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 to um, have a better life. For example, a lot of times uh, parents will come in and say, I just don't understand it. My, you know, my son is 32 years old and he still won't take his medicine. Mm. Uh, he's, been, he's been hospitalized eight times and does, don't, I just don't understand. And so we really take time through what we call two programs. One is family support, and one is family to family. And there's another one called basic um, um, NAMI support, and that is for um, um, family members who have a, a adolescent or young, a young um, child who is uh, having some significant trouble. So we're going back to this uh, example. So. So we, so what we we take this family that's really really struggling, and um, we put them into what we call they're agreeable. You know, we explain things to them, and and they they agree to come to family support, and they or they come to family family. And I'm going to turn this back over to Lynn now, and she can talk about family support, and then we'll talk about family to family together. Well, we have our family support group, which is for the loved ones or the caretakers or friends of someone with a mental illness. We meet uh, once a month at this point. On We do it virtually uh, the third Monday of each month, about from 6.30 to 7.30 or 8, depending on how many people show up and <laughs> what our topic is. Um, and we talk about, we, it gives people a chance to share their experience um, to find out that they're not the only one, which tends to be the most important part mm-hmm. of this, that you're not alone and that you learn to deal with the stigma. Mm. 
So um, we get together, and I tell people, come and join us. You don't have to talk the first night. Just listen, and maybe you'll find out what a good job you've been doing, and maybe you'll find out where the challenges are that you could get better at. Mm-hmm. And, and so. it's the family's helping each other. The family's right. listening. Say, you know, uh, we give an example. There may be a, maybe a mother, and she has a child who is a son who's 30 years old, and she's been dealing with this for 10 years. And then we have another mother who's new, and she has a son who's 16 years old and just starting to deal with it. Right. And those mothers can talk about how they can help each other. And the new, the newbie, as I call it, the newbie, can <laughs> can learn from those the senior, the se- the seasoned, yeah, the seasoned. seasoned. That's, that's a good word. The, <laughs> yeah. the seasoned um, yes. participant. Yes. So mm-hmm. so that's one thing. Okay, you want to talk about family to family? Well, before mm-hmm. we get to family to family, okay. we're mm-hmm. going to have to go to a break in just a moment. So okay. I don't want to. I want to be able to give you that full range of, okay, of thought um, to to be able to share with us. But mm-hmm. um, so we'll we'll take a break in just a moment and just remind everybody that we're talking to two wonderful volunteers with National Alliance on Mental Health, uh, NAMI, uh, Polk, Co- Polk County chapter. And you guys are all volunteers, so thank you for being here and thank you for doing what you do. And we'll be right back to have more conversation. And we're back. You're listening to Downtown Dish. I'm your host, Julie Townsend. My guests today are John and Lynn Repetoski. Very good. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Got it right. Okay, and they are volunteers with NAMI, which is National Alliance on Mental Illness, uh, the Polk County chapter. Uh, NAMI is the nation's largest grassroots mental health organization, and uh, that's dedicated to building better lives for millions of Americans affected by mental illness. So did not uh, realize that we had a chapter here in Polk County. So hopefully a lot of people who, who are listening are enlightened by this as well, and uh, but you guys said you're all volunteers. So how does that how does that work? Like you got to have got to have some funds to do something, right? Right. Uh, we are the best kept secret in Polk <laughs> County. I will add. Um, we have uh, been we survive on on our volunteers. Mm-hmm. We count on them to be available to help us get the word out to man booths at health fairs and downtown at the market occasionally and in the community and do speaker um, appearances at, at various clubs, organizations. Um, we have been very fortunate over the past couple of years that we've been um, trying to write some some small grants. Mm-hmm. So we've gotten, gotten a few grants, um, but we don't have any regular um, income and we have no, you know, uh, brick and mortar building. Mm-hmm. It's mostly the back of my car and the back of <laughs> our our director Christelle's car, and we just kind of, and our our the president of the board has the tent at her garage. So we all come together for these events and um, and work together. Um, we are very interested in increasing our membership in Polk County. Um, if you would like to go to nami.org. Uh, you can look up the Polk County chapter and join NAMI. We, you can join for uh, as little as $5. Mm. Um, there's an open-door membership if you just want to see what it's about. 
Um, John and I have independent membership. Both of us have a membership, and I think we pay probably $40 a year. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of the nice things I like about NAMI is the um, quarterly publication called the NAMI Advocate that has some really relevant and and, um, and interesting articles about living with a mental illness. And I also advise folks to go to the NAMI.org site and look at the testimonies that are there of people who have had a mental illness and have been through the process of recovery are going through the process of recovery. And I urge them, you know, have your loved one go there and read this, mm-hmm. read this, read this from the real the person that happened, that mm-hmm. experienced it. A lot of NAMI is the person with a lived experience coming forward to talk about it mm. and to address the stigma of mental illness and be there for others and to help others. As a professional mental health counselor, I probably have the smallest role in NAMI. Hmm. Um, my husband. Okay, John. here I go. <laughs> and, and she put me on the spot here. <laughs> As I mentioned earlier, I am a, um, have a master's degree in social work. I'm a clinical social worker. And I've been a social worker for 50 years. But outside my professional role, my identity as a person has been one who who has had to deal with my own issue of depression. And I've been in outpatient treatment. I've been on, on antidepressant medication. And I've done pretty well with it. I've never been hospitalized. I am... Um, I, I see myself as pretty stable, ninety-nine percent of the time, and hundred percent in the past some um, fifteen years. And um, I have a um, in a previous relationship uh, that we, my ex-wife and I, adopted two brothers when they were very young, and the youngest boy, as we found out later, after we after he'd been living with living with us for a couple of years, had a lot of trauma in his in his childhood um, from his biological parents and even some foster parents. And he ended up with a, a developing some real serious issues and, and has resulted in my, that boy, my son, younger son, having a bipolar disorder. And that, that's been real challenging for me. And, um, but it's also been very rewarding because I have learned how to relate to him in a totally different way, and and this is what I learned from Nami, and also what I learned from uh, a book by Dr. Uh, Xavier Amador called "I'm Not Sick, I Don't Need Help," where we use learning how to listen, have and then have the empathy, and then then have some areas that we can have agreement on as as far as my son what he would do and what, and what he won't do, and for me, in agreement with that, and then we have a plan for him to follow through with, to be on medication or, or to be in therapy or to work to work and, and go to support groups and things like that, and that's worked really well, and that's one of the things that we, through the other book uh, that Nami just put out, which is called You're Not Alone, 
This is the National NAMI. Uh, they cover uh, Amador's teachings in in, in in a chapter, and um, and I strongly recommend uh, any any family member, any loved one, any significant other, any caregiver, or just anybody in general who has who has interest in mental health services, uh, pick up a copy of each one of these books. You will not regret it. They're both very good. Again, I'm not alone. You're not alone. And there's by Dr. Ken Duckworth. He's a psychiatrist and was a consulting psychiatrist for National NAMI. And then you have the psychologist, uh, Dr. Xavier Amador, who wrote the book, I'm Not Sick, I Don't Need Help. And he wrote the book about his brother, who was named Hendry. And Hendry was one who was a real puzzlement to Dr. Amador. Hendry said, I'm not sick and I don't need help. And I'm not going to do anything you tell me to do, and you don't understand me. <laughs> yeah. And so what happened was, uh, Dr. Amador, after a few years of not knowing what to do, began to develop his system, began to develop a process where he learned to really to listen and to build a relationship with his brother and to have some empathy for his brother, what his brother's thinking, and also to um, have some agreement and then some planning, and that seems to have worked well for Dr. Amador because he goes around on a national and international basis making presentations to many different groups. Lynn, anything else you want to add? There are some very good um, uh, vignettes on YouTube with Dr. Amador, so if you wanted to see what it's like or what we're talking about, just do a search on YouTube. Um, but what we, what I have found, is that parents and caregivers um, need this time to, in a NAMI group, to share with one another again to listen, um, to build relationships. Um, I think one of the more significant things that happens in the group is when someone who has a child who's have been dealing with this for years, listens to the newbie, and they say, you know what? Everything you're talking about, I went through. Why are you having to go through this again? Why hasn't the system improved? And that's where NAMI hopefully can become the advocate, can be can become the mover and the shaker. Yeah, so... We'll continue the conversation after the break, and you and we'll go in a little more depth about the the family to family um, program that you have. So stick with us. We'll be right back after this short break. And we're back. You're listening to Downtown Dish. I'm your host, Julie Townsend, and we are veering off the path of our downtown-focused show today to do something a little more broad because May is uh, National Mental Health Awareness Month. So my guests today are John and Lynn Repetoski, and they are volunteers with NAMI, which is National Alliance on Mental Illness. And there is a Polk County chapter, and they are with the Polk County chapter. And NAMI is an all-volunteer organization 
Uh, it does have a board of directors and it has an executive director. But again, even the executive director is just a volunteer, not just, but is a volunteer. And um, all the volunteers are trained to facilitate the groups uh, and the group sessions that they have. And John and Lynn happen to be in this profession, in, in, in addition to volunteering their time, uh, you guys are mental health uh, professionals, but that is not the case of everyone that volunteers to facilitate your groups, correct? Certainly not. And in fact, the important part of being a facilitator is to have the lived experience. Mm. So some of our, our facilitators are like the people who trained us mm. uh, were moms, uh, that have children with a mental illness and who went through the whole process of helping their children um, navigate mental health uh, systems, community mental health centers, crisis units, residential treatment, medications that work, medications that don't work, uh, times when the medical, when the psychiatrist and the staff will not talk to you when your own child won't talk to you mm. and you're just dealing with a blindfold. Yeah. So that's the lived experience. Right. That's that's the that's the NAMI facilitator with credentials. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Not yeah. somebody with a master's degree that stood yeah. on the other side of that desk and said, I'm sorry, ma'am, I don't mm. have a release signed. Right. I can't give you any information at this time. Yeah. But but the important thing is in regards to these family members that they may not have the professional credentials, they go through a very in-depth process in being trained to become facilitators. They go through uh, mandatory sessions, training sessions of, of so many months where they are trained by facilitators who are, who are trained to train facilitators. So these are senior facilitators mm -hmm. who are two or three times have more training through the NAMI system, and they and they train these these uh, family members to become facilitators. So they have to go through this whole process as a as a family member and being trained in many different areas. Number one, communication: how to communicate with your loved one, how to communicate in general. How to communicate with the psychiatrist or the counselor that your loved one is seeing? How to communicate with the the different uh, legal system when you're when you when you're dealing with a uh, potential bakerette situation? How to deal with that? And how how to and then how to deal with your loved one who may be um, really struggling and having you having that information or where to get the help for your loved one. And one, and one of the things that we talked about, with we trained the, the facilitators, they're trained in medication management, the different medication, how that affects them, how it affects their loved one, and how long it takes. They're trained in um, um, the, the brain chemistry, how the brain works from, the, from, from, the, from childhood on up to adulthood. And Lynn, help me out here. What else? Well, the training, again you know, still is the lived experience, is the most important part. Um, NAMI National has done a wonderful job of creating a handbook, um, a guide, with um, the help of some very gifted um, psychiatrists and psychologists. 
So I can say that the information that you're getting from NAMI is evidence-based, mm. and that means it's been tested and it has been shown to be valid um, and uh, documented in, in the mental health world. Um, one of the important things of the training is not to therapize, mm. to not do therapy with someone, to know that they need referrals, to um, listen, to give feedback, to give resources, um, to, um, again, bring people together. We have, I often say, you know, we have a panel of experts here. What's your experience? This person has brought up a problem or an issue. I don't have an answer. Mm -hmm. Tell me, panel of experts, where do we go from here? And I get, I get great feedback. We all do. Yeah. Um, now that we have our support group. And then we also have another uh, a class, a formal class called Family to Family, which meets for eight weeks, once a week for eight weeks. And, and that, that's two and a half hours minimum. Yeah, you know, two to two and a half hours, mm. and sometimes we have to say, "Look, we got to we got to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. get to work on the we all have to get to work in the morning. Let's, let's it's going on midnight here. And <laughs> right. Time to go. We don't go that late, thank goodness. But, but but I want I do want to say that on each one of these eight sessions. It's scripted. It's scripted by National Mental Health Alliance. So we have a format that we follow as the facilitators. We don't fly by the seat of our pants. Right. It's a very scripted, non-therapeutic base. Uh, it's get it's education, educating, 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 and, and 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 the main thing is helping people to process and helping mm -hmm. people be together with other people, family members, in as peers. And they can bounce things off each other. As Lynn said, mother helping a mother, a father helping a father. I, I'll give you an example. We have, um, we have mothers coming, to, coming into the program, and then uh, the, fathers, the fathers don't show up. And then a year later, the, the fathers show up because there's been enough awareness where the father sees that, hey, my baby boy, who's 18 years old, is taking his medicine, mm. and no matter how much I yelled at him, how much I <laughs> did things with him, it didn't work. Right. But my wife has gone through this training, and now she knows exactly what to say, what right. not to say, where to refer, where to get help, and 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 so I'm going to get some. I'm going to get some minutes, un, some uh, un, um, answers myself, so I could be a better parent. And we see that mm -hmm. we saw, we just saw that last month in the family support group. A father came. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's just such a, obviously it's a, a national issue and it's such a challenge because I know that, you know, people want to be able to fix their loved ones, right? Like yes. you fell down, scraped your knee, I'm going to put some, exactly. you know, peroxide on that and right. put a Band-Aid yeah. and, you know, Neosporin and yeah, yeah. I'm going to fix it. And this is so, this is such a challenge and so just not fixable by a family member. So these groups really help the families cope by sort of finding that community of people that understand yeah. what they're going through. And I think the family to family group helps so much because of the excellent curriculum. Mm -hmm. um, I can just say as, as a, you know, professional in reading the material in, in the family to family group, I've learned mm. 
And then we have some fabulous videos that um, the that National has put out to go along with the curriculum. And they show, they, the videos show how the brain develops, uh, what happens to the brain when there's a mental illness, mm-hmm. um, and how medications work. And they're done so nicely and so simply, but so um, comprehensively that it just increased my understanding. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm able to help my clients. Yeah. Well, oh. before we go to another break, we're going to just plug the, the website, NAMI, it's N-A-M-I dot org, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And so you can learn more about uh, the programs that they have. You can, um, you know, get some more information and and join and, and support this organization so that Absolutely. they can keep doing... Absolutely. <laughs> please, please, please join, join. So they can keep doing their great work. So mm-hmm. we'll be back with John and Lynn right after this break. Thanks. Okay. You're listening to Downtown Dish. Thanks for sticking with us. Uh, today's guests are John and Lynn Repetowski, and they are volunteers with NAMI, which is National Alliance on Mental Illness, uh, the Polk County chapter. The May is National Mental Health Awareness Month, and so uh, I thought, you know, this is not a downtown issue. This is an everywhere issue. Oh, yes, it is. <laughs> oh, yes. Although it is also a downtown issue. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so we were kind of talking uh, during the break. I mean, you know, it's it's sort of overwhelming. Um, you know, we talked about there being it's a stigma that to to and I, I feel like because I don't know, and maybe I'm wrong and you tell me if I'm wrong, but I feel like we've made a little bit of gains in the whole uh, not having it not be so much of a stigma. I think now as a country, we're talking about it more and saying, you know, it pretty much touches everyone's lives. Right. Almost everyone has someone that they love or, or, or know that that is suffering from some mental illness. And so we just, we gotta, we gotta deal with it. We gotta tackle this as a, as a country. It is kind of shocking. I read an article recently and I don't remember where it was, but they said following covid so they, that there were 41% of the population actually exhibited a remarkable mental health issue. Oh, my or, gosh. Or, yeah, 41%. Wow. I mean, that's more yeah. than any other. If, if, if cancer was 41% of the population, we would be, you know, we'd be bankrolling that yeah. from the top down. Oh, yeah. 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 And I, and I will say, Polk County has some dedicated resources and some dedicated workers here. Um, the community mental health centers, uh, Peace River Center, uh, Bay Care, um, Tri-County, mm-hmm. uh, Lakeland Regional, they do a great job. Part of NAMI is getting that message out to the people that need it. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of times when a person is discharged from a residential or from a, a crisis unit, they're given a list of, mm-hmm. of all these places they could call or they could do follow-up. But it takes a little bit more. Um, to me, 
it's hard for to to believe that a person that's been in crisis and maybe coming out of crisis and not really understanding what happened, family's kind of in shock. I think everybody kind of wants to to well, he's going to be better now. Mm-hmm. She's going to be better right. now. We'll just go back to our old roles and our family right. life, and everything will be okay. Especially if we don't talk about right, it. Right, of course. Well, that's how problems get solved. Don't yeah, talk about it. <laughs> generally, that doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there are so many more outreach programs. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that's needed in a county that's as big as Polk County. Mm-hmm. So we have case managers who go out to the home. That's a possibility. A lot of people don't realize that their insurance company, if they call them and they ask for mental health services, they may be able to provide them with a behavioral health case manager mm. who may be able to make a home visit or will at least do a Zoom visit, um, assess the need, and maybe link them with some services that they might be um, eligible for now that this mental health diagnosis has been made. Um, there are programs throughout the county for um, peer recovery, a new uh, peer recovery center has opened up in Winter Haven, um, sponsored by BayCare, where um, people with a mental illness can go from nine to three, five days a week, and um, have a place to go, mm-hmm. to be, to learn if they want to, to just socialize, and then have access to a case manager or a counselor should they decide that that's something they want to do. Um, Tri-County has been great with their, um, with their detox program, but they also provide helping hands and um, some housing programs that are essential to people who have a mental health problem and who have trouble finding a place to stay and being stable in the community. Um, Lakeland Regional has just opened up a fabulous new um, um, uh, crisis unit that includes um, outpatient services, um, services for children and for um, people with uh, memory disorder. Peace River has um, a new program for young people between the age of 16 and 30 who have had their first um, episode of mental illness and they have a team that works specifically with them in the field will go out to their home and see them they also have um, children's action teams which go into the community for um, children with a mental illness a lot of home-based things which I think is really essential to to reach the population there's such a stigma and there's and also there's just the the nature of the disease. Right. You don't want to go out. It. You don't want to yeah. go out. You these people people want to stay home. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's um, another thing we haven't discussed, which is anisogosia, which is just sometimes a symptom of of mental illness, and it's just not understanding, not believing that you have these symptoms. Mm. Because everything seems normal right. to you. Mm-hmm. So that's a hard one to face. And, yeah. and you're not going to get that person to go see a doctor. Right. But if somebody comes to see them, hmm. then there's a trust building, mm-hmm. you know, they, uh, normalizing, seeing this person in your neighborhood, in your home. 
Yeah. Helps. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's not it's not a visible disease. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, and that's, I don't know why we, we as a society don't take it as, as seriously as, as we should. I mean, it should be, we should be throwing money at this. Well, I'll tell you one right. thing you could do is <laughs> Peace River Center is going to be sponsoring um, a mental health first aid program on Friday, the ni- May 19th. At the Lake Crago Center. Okay. Um, if you will go on peacerivercenter.org, you can find out about registering for it. It's free, and it is a great program, and they'd like to train. I believe they want to train 100 people that day. And the training consists of what? What are they, what are they, what are, what are they trained to do? They are trained to recognize the symptoms of mental illness. Mm. They are trained to be aware of the stigma. They are trained in some listening and empathy techniques, and they're trained in knowing what the resources are in the community. Um, so I, I highly recommend it. And it, like I said, it's free, and they have a goal of training 100 people. So we need people calling them, peacerivercenter.org, and signing up today. Absolutely. Well, I hope that they fill it and mm-hmm. and have to schedule a, another training because they are overflowing with people. I hope Me that too. is the case. Me too. Um, so we're almost out of time. So I just want to make sure we plug uh, NAMI again. You can learn more about NAMI, which is the National Alliance on Mental Illness. Uh, Polk County's chapter is NAMI. Uh, well, NAMI.org is the national... Yes. yes the, Just go to NAMI.org has the most comprehensive information, um, uh, meetings, um, different uh, the different affiliates, what different affiliates are doing. And the great thing about the national site is if you want to take a class starting next week on family to family, well, we're not going to have one next... We're going to end one tonight, and it'll be a couple weeks before we start another one. Um, but if you want to start next week, you can go online and sign up for a virtual class that they might be having in California. Right. So it's really, it, it, because yeah. it's virtual, it's really anywhere. It's a whole new, yeah. yeah. It's, pro- I mean, the, the one of the pluses. Are, yeah, <laughs> the problems are the same. Well, guys, we're out of time. John and Lynn, thank you so much thank for you. being my guest and doing what you do every day professionally and in your volunteer time. God bless you. Well, thank you. And we couldn't do it without everybody else helping too. So it takes this whole village. It, it does. takes everybody. It does. Pulling together. All right. Thank Thanks. you. Thanks for listening, guys.